in welcoming our featured guest, first timer on Ron Siegel Radio. Barry Saywitz is in the house. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to have you with us. And let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you, even if you don't have any needs today. Save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we are celebrating today. We celebrate every day on Ron Siegel Radio. Uh, some of you may have a problem with this one. It's National Grammar Day. I, I see so many messages that come by, and the grammar is just hysterical. You, your, your, there, there, two, two. All the grammar. I, I digress. National Hug a GI Day. We can go with that one. I don't think we're allowed to do this right now, especially in Neanderthal. If you're not in Neanderthal country, right? Marching Music Day. Are any of the schools out there marching right now? I, I don't. Did you see this school that they had the band practice and all the kids were in these little individual tents? Uh, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, National Sons Day. Okay, we can go with that one. Hospitality Day. I like that. But, you know, having beaten anorexia, I think I'm going to go with National Pound Cake Day. Yeah, we could stick with that one. That'll work. You know, no, that's enough, guys. That's enough. You don't have to keep on going. I get it. Uh, let's look at the markets for you today. Dow Jones now up 184 points. Been a seesaw day. S&P 500 is up 23 points. NASDAQ up 38 points. And holy cow, I hadn't seen this one until we just got to it. Oil up $3.20 a barrel. What does that mean to most of us? Okay, so the national average of a gallon of gasoline, $2.74 a gallon. National average. If you want, you can pay $2.40, two forty-one. Whoops. That would not be in Calizuela. That's Mississippi. If you want to pay two sixty-five point two, yeah, that's not Calizuela either. That's New Mexico. Hey, maybe you want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, $3.49. Here in Calizuela, we are $3.70 a gallon. $3.70 a gallon, about a dollar above the national average. Hey, let's how do you like how how you doing? How are you enjoying Gavin Newsom and some of these other taxes that we get here? You get Joe Biden and he uh, wants to make us energy dependent instead of independent. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say that. Moving right along, 10-year treasury down just a little bit today. So that's uh, a positive if you're contemplating a new home loan. But if you're a senior citizen, you're not happy about that because you're not getting any money for those fixed income bonds if you're in a 10-year treasury, right? 1.47 is the yield on that. Now, remember I told you a couple weeks ago that about on the S&P 500, you can get about 1.6 on the yield there. Is it worth taking risk on the S&P 500 to get that extra 20 basis points? I would suggest not. So, Eventually, we're going to start seeing some movement in those bonds. They'll probably, the bond will probably start going up. Somebody might like the idea of getting that fixed income. When the bond goes up, the interest rate goes down. 
but we know that inflation is on the horizon. How do I know that? Well, you just watch what's going on in the world. Now, most people don't want to tell you this, but we'll probably in the next two to three months, you're going to see inflation at about two and a half percent. Yeah, the Federal Reserve says they're okay with it going above their two percent target. But we'll see if Jerome Powell has the guts to tell us where it's really going when he speaks next week. And I told you about that. We are looking to see, are we going to get Operation Twist? Yeah, they, So far, we haven't heard anything about it, but Operation Twist, that's what we're looking for. What is Operation Twist? No, it's not a musical song where you're going to do the twist. Basically, the concept of Operation Twist is... The Federal Reserve will start buying more of the longer-term maturities. That would be mortgage-backed securities and the 30-year treasuries. Right? Why would they do that? Well, the more they buy that, then the more, more demand for it. As the demand goes up, the bond price goes up, yield goes down. That's good for housing. But we'll see if they talk about it. Yeah, moving right along, let's see what else is going on now. Uh, more apprehensions, uh, apprehensions along the border doubled what it was last year at this time. Does that surprise anybody? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, no, that's not going to surprise me. But we told you that would happen. We knew what, that it was going to be a, a, a American-made crisis. Well, you know, so maybe now we know what we make in America. We make crises. Wow. Uh, Texas and Mississippi, they are in the crosshairs now. President Biden doesn't like to speak very often, at least doesn't speak off the cuff ever. Right, But I think they caught him when they asked him about his opinion of Texas and Mississippi joining America again. Calizuela, you still need, I just told a friend yesterday they needed a passport to get out of here. Right, But uh, they were just going to Texas. <sighs> Texas, though, they no mask mandate, fully open. You're actually able to go to school in Texas. You can go to a restaurant in Texas. And unfortunately, the President of the United States doesn't understand this. I'm going to share it with you, though, right here, right now, because you are a listener of Ron Segal Radio. It doesn't mean that you can't wear a mask in Texas. It means personal responsibility, right? If you feel more comfortable, if you're going somewhere, if you're going to be in a big crowd and you think that it's prudent to wear a mask, wear a mask. Yeah, I know you can't go shopping at Kroger without a mask. That's when they came out with that earlier today. But does it make you a Neanderthal, according to what the president said? <laughs> no. Uh, the LA Teachers Union says money allocated for school reopening will only go to white, wealthy schools. Really? Unbelievable. We, you know, I, I asked you yesterday to please cancel me. I, I'm looking for that cancel culture. Everybody that gets canceled seems to have record sales. So I'm, I'm trying to get canceled, but I um, don't tell our producers that or the, the station management. Uh, moving right along. Pressure mounting on Governor Cuomo. Yeah, well, I, the president doesn't know how to do this, but the governor actually held a press conference yesterday. He was pretty contrite about his uh, accusations and whatnot. Uh, but he's a politician, so do you believe anything he really had to say? It did take him a week to realize that he might have hurt people. And it took him a week to come out and say anything. Uh, moving right along, a professor in Philadelphia getting backlash for speaking out about racial reparations. Have you followed any of the reparation stories? Right, It's where you and I as taxpayers, if you're a taxpayer, you and I as taxpayers get to pay more in taxes so the federal government can give money to people who don't even know if their ancestors were slaves. 
I, I don't get it, but that's what they're talking about right now. Unbelievable. We're moving right along right here. Uh, 1931, this day, or actually it was yes, yesterday, actually, I think it was. 1931. That's the day the Star Spangled Banner became official. Uh, I wonder when they're going to start trying to cancel that. But although I have had a lot of people that commented on our story yesterday about the University of Texas, if you missed it, that was the greatest of all. I love the idea of the University of Texas. And I'm a USC fan, so you know I, I didn't like the University of Texas when they played USC in the uh, in the championship. But I digress. So the University of Texas, uh, they've got some of their students deciding that they can't play the eyes of Texas any longer. And the University of Texas, well, they found out that might not go over so well when the alumni said, stop playing the song, we've stopped donating the money. Isn't that surprise anybody that the money was what was driving the whole issue? Yeah, get that cash register out of here, guys. Oh, come on now. Moving right along. What else do we see in, in the world today? Uh, well, we have some. I think we'll get to some of these other. Oh, we got. Hey, did you hear this one? This was a fascinating story I saw as well before we go to our break. Of the money that's been given to direct money to, to citizens, and that's supposed they call it stimulus money. Does it fascinate anybody that the va anybody that the vast majority of the stimulus money is going to savings or to playing the stock market Robin Hood? People aren't spending it. Does that surprise you that no one's spending that money? That stimulus money doesn't stimulate anything other than the Congress people who want to try and give away everything to everybody? Does that surprise anybody here? Yeah, well, the next stimulus, it's coming out $1.9 trillion. They did get rid of the tunnel in San Francisco. They got rid of the bridge to nowhere. I wonder what else we're going to get, be able to get rid of out of that. They're not going to give quite as much money to people who make more money. Why would you want to be, keep giving more money out and then wonder why that people are not going back to work? And we'll talk about the jobs numbers that came out today and what we're expecting for tomorrow when we come back. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. And we've talked to you before about investing in real estate. Have you thought about it lately? We're going to learn about that today. Is it a good time to sell my house? We'll talk about that. And the IRS refund schedule. We'll talk about that one as well. All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990. or com, Facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio. No longer on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. State Radio is hosted by local real estate and finance expert, Ron Siegel. The purpose of this show is to help consumers understand what's really going on in our local real estate market. We're teaching you the why and the how-to, so you'll always be one step ahead of everyone else. Whether you need to sell your home for top dollar, refinance and save money, or even buy a bargain in Southern California, Ron Siegel can help. Call Ron directly at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Take advantage of speaking with Ron anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone who can answer all of your questions that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call Ron Siegel today and you'll be glad you did. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or you can visit realestateradiowithron.com for more information. 
info. Blue Water Credit Repair is the industry leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40-point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to bluewatercredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's bluewatercredit.com. Trimming of your retirement does not include losing your house. However, due to today's lower stock market, higher medical bills, and taxes, many retirees face this very problem. This is why it is necessary that you, as a baby boomer, considering retirement within the next 10 years, understand reverse mortgages and what one could do for you or your parents. A reverse mortgage could make it possible for you or your parents to travel, buy a second home, or start a new business. For more information about reverse mortgages, just call our off-air number at one 800 306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit realestateradiowithron.com and click the free workshop button. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rate subject to change without notice. License to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037. RonIsMyLender.com. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next home loan, Geneva's got the programs and the products. Hey, just text my home mortgage to 79564. My home mortgage to 79564. Get all that information you need. Dow Jones now up 104 points. The NASDAQ, it's fell back down. It's about flat right now. Down just a touch as I speak to you. The S&P 500 up 2111. Ten-year Treasury is up just a little bit. That's not good news for the mortgage world. But the mortgage-backed securities, those are up 11 basis points. That is good for the mortgage world. So we are watching all of that extremely close for you. But as I tell you all the time, those are all the statistics that you can get on that super secret website, Google.com. The question is, why is it happening? Well, Jerome Powell today is speaking on the U.S. economy by video conference, of course at the Wall Street Journal jobs report. 
and got a Zoom job, I guess. The markets are going to be watching his comments closely on inflation and if the Fed plans to take additional action at their upcoming March 17th meeting. Maybe they'll get honest for a change, right? Because the Fed's telling us right now that they're buying $40 billion a week in, in, in treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, $40, $40 billion a month. But this week, they're going to buy $32 billion, and they buy every single week. Uh, I'm a little shaky on my math right here because I am a simple guy. I didn't go get core, core math, right? Maybe, maybe in this core math, they'll teach you that 30 a week and a month is... Uh, it's going to be 40, but you buy every week. I don't know. I digress. Let's see what else is going on. Initial jobless claims measures individuals filing for unemployment benefits for the very first time. 745,000 people. Continuing claims are those that continue to receive benefits decreased by 124,000 to 4.3 million. Pandemic unemployment assistance claims, which gives individuals benefits who would not usually qualify decreased by 191,000, while the pandemic emergency claims, which extends claims by 13 weeks after the initial benefits expired, decreased by 600,000. Total number of continued benefits in all programs for the week ending February 13th was 18 million people. Yeah, decreased from 1 million the previous week. 18 million people. There were 21 million weekly claims filed for benefits in all programs in the comparable week 2020. Uh, bottom line, not much of an improvement on the claims front at this stage in the recovery, but how could there be when Calizuela is closed, New York is closed, Illinois is closed? Are we getting a, a theme here? New Jersey's closed? Are those all blue states? I guess I shouldn't say that, but I will anyway. It is what it is. That is the Mortgage Minute again brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next home loan, Geneva, they've got the programs and the products. Text my home mortgage to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Get on those products. This morning, I thought we would chat a little bit. Barry Saywitz is in the house. The Saywitz, Saywitz Company is the name of his firm. And you've seen that scrolled along the bottom. I was a little slow in getting that to seeing that in my prompting as we go through there commercial commercial real estate yeah that's a uh, we, we talk a lot about various types of real estate on Ron Segal radio but commercial is not generally uh, something that we get into so what is how do you define commercial real estate well commercial real estate is office buildings industrial space medical space retail space anything other than homes or apartments and so there's different aspects to the commercial real estate world and we handle all of that our firm uh, exclusively represents buyers tenants corporations so uh, we focus on the user side as opposed to uh, having a sign on a building trying to get it filled interesting so so but now you said that that it ex excludes apartments or you you it, that it includes apartments so Commercial would really be the office, the industrial would exclude the apartments or the multifamily. Um, in terms of, we have two aspects of the business. One deals with the commercial side, which is the office and industrial. And then our other division deals with apartments and the multifamily stuff. Gotcha. So explain a little bit, because most people don't understand, uh, you know, the the concept of commercial commercial real estate on the business side. So we'll talk about business first, and then we'll get into some of the others as well. But on the on the commercial side, is it is it kind of like me going and renting a house? 
Yeah, well, it, it is in concept, but it's certainly more complicated and sophisticated than just buying a house. And I don't want it to demean the process of buying a house, but typically you buy a house on emotion and you're really focused on the price and the location. And when you're negotiating to buy a house, it's typically I'm asking X and I'd like to pay less than X. And so that's my haggle. That's my negotiation. On the commercial side, it's much more than that because it is business. It is not necessarily emotional and it's based on a bunch of different factors. So not only do you have the rent, which is the biggest uh, economic piece of my negotiation, but there's the improvements. There's what what's the term of the lease? What are the other clauses that are involved? And uh, especially now during the pandemic, you have all sorts of issues as a business owner in renting commercial space. Uh, the, not the least of which is I can't open my office or haven't been able to. And so now as I do, what am I faced with? Am I having some people stay at home and some people come in? Am I spreading people out so I need more space? Have I had to let people go and so I need less space? And so what our company does is we help people not only find new space and relocate, uh, which is half the, the, the business. The other side of it is renegotiating their existing lease when it comes up. Uh, and take advantage of whatever the market conditions are at the time. So what's going to happen in the market or what do you foresee in the market? Because I hear a lot of companies where they've, they've gotten a whole new education in the last year. I, I see uh, I've got a, a one of my, my son's friends, actually his fiance, I should say, but in case she's listening, right? she works for a big third-party workman's comp company. And they used to all go into the office every day, and now they don't go into the office. They're all working on Zoom, and the company seems to feel that maybe they never, ever need to go back to the office. Are you seeing that, and how is that going to affect the economy? Yeah, I mean, you see that, and I think it's really industry by industry. You really got to look at your business and say, hey, can my people work effectively from home? And if they can do that, why do I need them to go in the office? Why do I need the overhead? You have Facebook who gave people bonuses to stay at home and not drive and not commute mute and take time off their day. And so uh, people that are comfortable doing that, you're seeing it. You have other companies that really can't afford to do that where they need the interaction. They need people in the office, but it, it, it cuts both ways. Uh, the, the majority across the board is people are saying, certainly on the office space side, I just don't need as much as, as much space as I had before. Some people certainly can work from home. So is that going to bring the pricing down or do you think I mean, generally, obviously, supply and demand fits in, but is it going to, first off, is it going to bring the pricing down, and are some of the landlords going to end up losing their buildings because they can't afford them based on having to reduce rents? Yeah, uh, I think it's it's all of the above. Um, the The supply and demand issue is there's certainly the demand side for office space is down from pre-pandemic levels. Um, and on the retail side, I mean, nobody's renting retail space uh, for the most part because you have plenty of extra space that became available from businesses and restaurants and uh, retail shops going out of business. So the inventory there is higher. Um, the flip side is if you look at the industrial market, the industrial market in Southern California is the tightest in the whole country. Really? Rates are up. Vacancy is at one to two percent, and it's very difficult to find industrial space. Why? Because companies like Amazon and other third-party retailers are killing it, and they're expanding and they're gobbling up space. You have other companies that are outsourcing their distribution because they just don't want to deal with it anymore, so they give it to a third-party logistics company who then gobbles up the space as well. And so really two dynamically different 
uh, environments uh, going on at the same time. If you look at pre-pandemic, the office market was tight, rental rates were high, and same with the industrial and same with the retail. Now the retail's taken a big hit. The office is going to, it hasn't quite yet, because I think people are trying to figure out once they get back to work, how's it gonna look? And, and I don't think we're there yet. Uh, everybody's knee-jerk reaction is, I'm struggling, I'm hurting, I need a break, right? And so we have clients calling us all the time. Hey, can you call my landlord and see if he'll cut me a deal? They're like, oh, okay, but you know, the landlord's got a pocketbook as well. And if everybody called and he gave him half off the rent, he'd lose the building, like you said. Now, wait a second. If, you, if the tenants don't pay the bill, then the landlord has a problem. Can you possibly share that with the governor? He doesn't understand that, but right. I digress. I don't want to cause a problem for you. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. More when we come back with Barry Saywitz. We're also going to talk, is it a good time to sell my house? Maybe it's a good time to buy an office building. I don't know. We'll talk to Barry about that. And the 2020 IRS tax refund schedule, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number is 800 306-1990-800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. No longer on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. here with Ron Siegel, the host of Real Estate Radio. Ron, welcome to the studio. Give us insight as to what your show is all about. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me that question. The reason we developed Real Estate Radio is right now there is an abundance of misinformation out there. So Real Estate Radio is a show designed to give Southern California a focal point for their real estate knowledge, as well as a place to go just in case they might need anything real estate related. So how are you helping people? That's actually pretty simple. People need advice. So it really doesn't matter who you are. If you have any real estate questions, we're here to help. Whether you're buying a home, selling, you're experiencing a loan modification, short sale, foreclosure, there are a lot of things going on in this marketplace. How can people get a hold of you? Real easy. All you have to do is call. The number is 1-800-306-1990. Press option one. Interesting times in the market right now. Where do you think the markets are going from here? That's a great question. All I can say is this. The housing market came down one house at a time, and what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to build it one house, one family at a time. So the best thing that anyone can do is access the free advice that we really want to give you. And to do that, you simply need to call me. The number is 1-800-306-1990, option one. I'd really love to help. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Are you paying rent because you think you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you renting because you don't believe that you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? The Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com, licensed under NMLS 217037. Ron is my lender.com.
Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rates subject to change without notice. Licensed to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. The real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564 SLT Home Digest. 79564. You're going to get a complimentary monthly report. It'll tell you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property, what the market believes about your property. And again, all compliments of your friends at Ron Siegel Radio. Is it a good time to sell my house? That's the question today. Last year, many homeowners thought twice about selling their houses due to the onset of the health crisis. This year, however, homeowners are beginning to regain their confidence when it comes to selling safely. The latest home purchase sentiment index, HPSI, by Fannie Mae, shows that 57% of consumers believe now is a good time to sell. Doug Duncan, vice president and chief economist at Fannie Mae, explains, quote, overall, the index's monthly increase was driven largely by a substantial jump in the share of consumers reporting that it's a good time to sell a home, with many citing favorable mortgage rates, high home prices, and low housing inventory as their primary rationale, unquote. Normally, the spring is the busiest season in the housing market. All of the same here in Southern Calisuela. The time when many homeowners decide to list their houses. While this is obviously not a normal year since the pandemic is still very much upon us, unless the eyes of Texas are on you, experts are optimistic that consumer positivity around selling will lead to more homeowners making moves this year. Duncan continues to say, quote, we'll pay close attention to see if this newfound optimism develops into a trend, unquote. So what does it mean if you're thinking of selling your house? The fact that there are so few houses available for sale today is one driver's one drivers that encouraging consumers to think more positively about selling. NAR, the National Association of Realtors, states total housing inventory at the end of January amounted to 1.04 million units, down 1.9% from December and down 25.7% from a year ago. 25% it was down, it was low then too. With so many homes available to buy, your house will likely rise to the top of an eager purchaser's wish list in this competitive market. Today's higher buyer activity is creating upward pressure on home prices and more multiple offer scenarios. Bottom line, if you're thinking about selling a house, give me a call at 800-306-1990. No, I don't sell houses, but I can put you in touch with someone that does. That is the real-time real estate segment, again, brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. 
Find that dream home before someone else does. Continuing our conversation this morning, we are chatting or learning, actually. You're learning with me. It's uh, not Dr. Seuss. Dr. Barry's in the house. Barry Saywitz is in the house. We're talking commercial real estate. And I do uh, jest a little bit because I have been known to lease a few buildings and offices in my day. So I have done it a little bit, but I am no expert in it. So before we get into talking a little bit about multifamily, Barry, we were talking before the break about the concept of, of commercial and, and offices and rent and retail and industrial. So right now, it sounds like it's probably not the best time to be buying or, or trying to get an industrial property from what you said. Well, so yes and no, right? So the, the issue is you have a lot of users that instead of paying extremely high rents, would rather own a property. So if you have some money uh, and the interest rates are low, like you mentioned, and even though the prices are on the higher side of things, owning a property and getting the depreciation and getting the tax benefits and controlling your own destiny is still better than paying the landlord rent. So there is still demand to buy properties. The difficulty is low inventory. And so you've got to be prepared to react and you've got to be prepared to pay the price and you've got to be approved in advance for whatever financing that you're going to do. So th th there is still real demand on it. You have to just balance it and compare, hey, is it better for me to own or is it better for me to lease? And if, if you can't control or predict your growth, you wouldn't want to own a building and have it be too small or too big later on. And if you just don't have the funds to put down on the down payment, then you continue to lease. And so what that dovetails into is if you're not going to go buy something and it's costly to move and there's not a lot of stuff out there, is go back and renegotiate the lease with the landlord, especially now while the interest rates are low and while we're still in the pandemic, because now you have more leverage than if you didn't have these things going on. So if you're, if you're contemplating buying, to, it, number one, what, what do you have to contemplate as far as a down payment when you're buying an industrial building? Right. So whether it's an industrial building or an office building or even a medical building, if you're an owner user, if you're the guy who's buying it for your own business, not necessarily for investment, the SBA programs that are out there are extremely attractive. The rates are low and you can come up with as little as 10% down Wow. Uh, and, and on any genre, whether it's office, industrial, medical, what have you. And so the down payment's pretty low. And since the interest rates are low, you compare that against renting, it, it makes perfect sense, which is why I have a, we have a lot of clients that are trying to buy buildings. Um, if you were not going to go with the SBA route, uh, then conventional financing, you'd typically come up with 25% down. And Can you have more than one SBA loan? Uh, I don't think you can do that in today's world. So the, the difficulty is you're supposed to occupy at least half the building. So if you, um, if you occupy more than one building for your business, then you could have more than one loan, but you can't keep bouncing around and doing it all. Well, what I was just thinking is, you know, cause you had mentioned about the ideas, if your business is growing, could I buy a building and then, you know, three, four, five years, I say I've outgrown it. Yes. Keep that one and buy another one. Yes, you could. Okay. So that's, that's something that's doable. And, and so it can become a, a um, kind of a business or a retirement plan for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the barrier to entry is not a huge amount of money, relatively speaking. The great thing about the SBA loan as well is if you buy a building that needs improvements and fix up, which many do, uh, then uh, you can roll that into the financing as well. So again, you're only coming up with 10% of the cost of fixing up the building and the acquisition versus through conventional financing, you, you'd just be paying for it out of pocket. Interesting. 
there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things that it would seem to me because I the business I used to have I was an undertaker so to speak, so it seems to me that now would be the time if I had the the liquidity or is to be looking at retail space or or office space because there's not as much demand for that, so I might be able to get a better buy. Am I on the right track? You, you would. I mean, obviously, you're you're assuming the um, risks and the perils of getting it re-rented if there's extra space uh, and trying to get it filled. But if you're a believer that eventually things will get back to some sense of normalcy and there will be demand again, then yeah, there'll be better buys uh, at the moment. I'm not the expert, though, Barry. Is it going to come back? Or do you think? What are you What are you forecasting? Because you, I mean, you've, well, you've done this at least a day or two. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of days, and lived through several cycles of up and downs of the market. And so, as we all know, nothing goes up for forever, whether it's the stock market or uh, real estate. And so there are uh, swings in the marketplace. And the question then is, am I in it for the long haul? Am I in it for the short haul? And you got to ask yourself that question. I believe that if uh, interest rates go up, which I believe that they will, then that will have an effect on pricing. And and so if you're a business owner and you're looking at what is my monthly mortgage, so to speak, what's my payment? If the price comes down and the interest rate goes up, it might be a net wash at the end of the day. So I, I really think you got to look at it not only as what your own investment game plan is, but compare it to your alternatives and then make a good decision. Which goes based on the same thing that I tell you all the time, right? It's not about today. It's about what is your short and long-term goals. And it has nothing, no difference when you're looking at your short and long-term goals, when you're talking about commercial real estate, when you're talking about the stock market, when you're talking about your house, if you're looking at rental homes, what do you want? What are you doing? Have a game plan. I mean, do you, do you really think that, you know, your favorite sports team is going to go out without a game plan? Why do you think you're going to do it? Why? And one of the other things I'm going to share with you is, you know me, I am a big, big believer in professional guidance. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? You know, I, I drive up and down some of these industrial areas, and I see these signs out in the in the yard. And I know at one time the signs might be there, and that didn't mean anything about that building. It was just somebody getting some advertising. Yeah. <laughs> but do I want to go to the person that's listing the, the property, or do I want to go to somebody who's strictly working for me? Yeah, well, I mean, there's no question you'd want somebody working for you. You'd want your own expert on your own team. I tell people all the time, I'd never go into court and represent myself. You need an attorney. That's why you have an accountant to help you file your taxes. This is why smart people hire smart people around them to help them. So you would want someone on the buyer side or on the tenant side to negotiate with the person whose name is on that sign. That guy's name on the sign is trying to get you to pay as much as possible. He works for the seller or the landlord, and he'll tell you what you want to hear. He has a conflict of interest. Secondly, if you call that guy whose name is on the sign, he gets paid a brokerage fee and no different than buying and selling a house, except that if you hire somebody on your end, then all you do is split the fee with the guy whose name is on the sign. It didn't add any money to the transaction. And now you have someone helping you get a better deal. I like that idea because it, it's, it, as you were saying that it's, when you use the, uh, the attorney analogy, Hey, could you imagine getting a DUI and asking the uh, district attorney to represent you? Yeah, or, or, or could you imagine going to uh, divorce court and having your wife's attorney represent? Right, you, right. I mean, th th that's how it goes. May not come, may not end up too well. Not too well. <laughs> so to get the professional guidance, having somebody working on your side, and I'm going to submit to you that if you're leasing a building, 
What's the average lease on a uh, like an industrial building? Well, so it depends. But you got average uh, rental rates anywhere from eighty cents to. But I'm talking duration. Oh, uh, the term of the term. lease. Oh, yeah. So a typical lease would be five years, but it could be as long as ten. Could be as short as two or three. So if I do a five-year lease for my own business, do I really have any reality? Is there any reality check saying that I would know how to negotiate that as well as a professional? And if you make a mistake, you're going to pay for it for five or ten years. Big, big, big issue right there. So we're going to talk more with Barry when we come back. Maybe we'll find out a little bit about some. Uh, residential commercial side of apartments. I think that might be an interesting discussion based on all of these new COVID rules that are out there in the marketplace. We're going to continue our conversation. Barry Saywitz is in the house. We're talking about commercial real estate and we'll also give you the IRS tax filing deadlines and what you can expect. All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Offer number 800-306-1990 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio no longer on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call Ron Siegel at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation mortgage adoption plan. You be the judge if it's right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to map at ronsiegelradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporation and MLS 217037 and decal BRE number 0186945. Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again, RonIsMyLender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037. RonIsMyLender.com. Do you believe Southern California real estate is a great investment? Are you a little short to be a cash investor? Are you missing the Social Security card or tax returns? The Siegel Lending Team has the loans for you. Common Sense Lending is back. Yes, there's a cost to higher risk, but the reward can be great. Call today for details. 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Great subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. NMLS 217037 and DRE number 1869452. 
Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $300,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,300 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L, LendingTeam.com. Rates subject to change without notice. Licensed to NMLS ID 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio. Or anytime at 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. The word on wealth segment today being brought to you by MySoCalLender.com. Check them out. They've got all the programs for you, mysocallender.com. Let's look at the tax refund schedule for 2021. Have you filed yet? You should. We talked to you about that last week. The earlier you file, the less opportunity you have for tax identity theft. But if you haven't done it yet, let's take a look at this. Many people dread tax season. But if you're getting a tax refund for 2020 tax season deadline, don't forget, This year, it is April 15th, unless they change it. Who knows whether they'll do that like they did last year because of the pandemic. Who knows? Most people are going to get their refund within three weeks, but it varies based on how you file. How you file is going to determine how you get your refund. So let's break down the refund schedule, how long it takes the IRS to issue refunds. And it takes them longer to issue refunds than it does to issue uh, audit letters. I, I just I digress there, though. Where's my refund? That's a tool that lets you check the IRS, the status of your refund through the IRS website. Or IRS2, the numeral 2 go, is a mobile app. You can submit your tax, refund, your tax return electronically. You can check the status of your refund within 24 hours. If you mail your tax return, you need to wait at least four weeks before you can receive any information about your tax refund. I don't know. They're maybe they're sleeping over there. Keep in mind that you can file your 2020 taxes already. They, they started accepting them in January. In order to find out the status of your refund, you'll need to provide your Social Security number, filing status, and the exact dollar amount of your expected refund. If you accidentally enter the wrong Social Security number, yeah, it might give you an IRS error code 9001 if anybody cares. So that may require further identity verification, and it could delay your tax return. So make sure you do it correctly. If you e-file, you're going to get a, and with a direct deposit, one to three weeks is what they say. Paper file direct deposit, three weeks. E-file with a check in the snail mail, it'll get to you, maybe. Paper file with a check in the mail, they say in two months for that one. A month for the first one, if you e-file with a check in the mail, one month, paper file, check in the mail, two months. If they pass the, I don't know, the, the bailout bill, which is not really COVID relief, they're going to be sending out a lot more checks, so it might take a little longer this year. We'll find out. So there are certain triggers that take a little longer. The earned income tax credit, additional child credit, under the Protecting Americans from Tax Hikes 
Act of 2015. The IRS is required to hold tax returns for folks who claim those credits until February 15th. So if you file today, you'll be okay by that. Just a few dates for you. If you want the whole schedule, give me a call, 800-306-1990. I'd be happy to send it to you. That is the Word on Wealth segment, again, brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. So we're chatting this morning. Barry Saywitz is in the house. We are talking to him about commercial real estate. His contact information is scrolling right along the bottom of the screen if you're watching us on ronsegalradio.tv or the AM 1490 KMET ABC News and Talk video feed. If you're not doing that, go do it tonight. You can do it later. It'll be posted on YouTube. Or give me a call at 800-306-1990. So let's chat a little bit about the, I guess I guess in the commercial world, I guess from my, my understanding of, of Lending, we basically say anything that's over four units is yeah. commercial. Yeah, true. Is that okay? So, so that's from the, a lending perspective. I mean, you can mix and match the the terms, but the multifamily apartment buildings five and up would be considered a commercial loan. Okay, so how are those people being affected when we get the government saying you don't have to pay your mortgage yeah. or your rent? Yeah, well, uh, uh, it's a challenge. I mean, uh, I got a different word I can't say on your show, <laughs> um, but. Uh, as a landlord, um, so the other half of our business is we own a portfolio of apartment buildings throughout Southern California and uh, all different demographics uh, from higher end to middle class to bread and butter apartments. And it's a challenge. And, and so you have different buckets of classes of peoples. The way I explain it normally is you have people that are unaffected by the pandemic. They're still getting a paycheck. They're still at work. They still pay their rent. They're honorable people. And those people are fine. And then you work your way down to the people that are struggling, that are good people, that are honest people, that want to work and are out of work and are just having a difficult time and are communicating with you. And you want to work with them as a landlord and you want to try and work something out and they continue to make some kind of payment arrangements. And then you have folks that are just sitting at home on the couch and collecting unemployment and not looking for a job and not paying the rent. And so that group at the bottom of the rung uh, is the most difficult and challenging one because as a landlord, you can't evict them. And uh, the reality of it is they're not paying you the rent. And then how do you pay your mortgage or your own bills? And then how do you explain to your lender uh, if you want to go refinance or, or you want to, or even if you want to sell the property to a buyer, hey, my people aren't paying me, right? And so uh, there's no question as a landlord in this environment, it's a super difficult challenge. And you've got to be uh, dealing with your tenants on a case-by-case basis. Everyone's got a different story, good, bad, and different. Are you able to... Are, are- Tenants able to call someone like you that's working, you know, got the portfolio and, you know, they're good people, you know, but they're not getting their, they're not able to get the hours that they were getting, or maybe they're uh, uh, in the hospitality industry where they were, you know, the restaurants open 10% and they're, yeah, do you have people call and say, you know, something, can I, can I get maybe a 20% discount or something? Is that something that's done or is it just all or nothing? Well, so, I mean, look, as a landlord, I think you, you on the one hand, could do whatever you want to do. On the other hand, your hands are a little bit tied depending upon what your situation is with your lender and your own uh, ability to pay your own bills. If you just started giving away free rent or letting people not pay then the next guy would do it and then you'd be on the street as the landlord and you'd be giving the building back to the bank. So what we try and do, and I think everybody's different in terms of how they go about doing it, is really try and understand what the tenant situation is. Are they working part-time? Did their hours get cut? Are they really just not working at all? And and then try and address it. And so what we've tried to do is there are plenty 
of organizations out there uh, that are religious or, uh, organizations, whether it's uh, the Catholic churches or the Jewish family services or local churches, um, the, the individual cities where people live, they should contact their city. A lot of cities now, Anaheim, Garden Grove, are doing programs where they're actually giving financial aid to landlords directly on behalf of tenants to help them pay their rent. And then you, you have a host of other organizations that are out there that, that do have funds available. So I would suggest, and we do it to our tenants, is that if you are struggling, you contact your landlord, but you also do some work. If you're not working, uh, I would be at home going on the internet and, and trying to figure out how I can get some help. Sure. Now, does that mean, is it is it, is, it, is funding available if I want to buy buildings or, or property right now? Is Are there funds available being that the landlords obviously know there's this potential risk of their buyer that they're financing not being able to collect? Yeah. I mean, look, as a landlord, you uh, can't charge a late fee. You're having trouble collecting. And then on top of that, you have the infinite wisdom of rent control in California. So you have difficulty in raising the rents if somebody is well below market, regardless of whether they can pay or not. The flip side of that is the apartment side from an investor standpoint is still very hot. And apartment buildings are trading because I think people believe, number one, that it's a good investment to buy California real estate. Number two, housing is still as a shortage and long-term rents are going to continue to increase once we get past the pandemic. The difficulty is going in the gate how do I get a loan? And lenders are no dummies either. They want to understand are people paying and what's going on. And that will play into, you know, uh, the amount of, of money that they're going to lend and how they're going to look at the property. So it becomes a vicious circle, it seems to me that, you know, I, I would think if as a lender, I would much rather uh, finance a property that's in a middle income or upper income area because I think the person that I'm financing might have a better clientele or, or a more likely clientele to pay that mortgage or rent to them. And it seems like it's kind of makes it a little even more difficult for the working folks. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, I mean, the, the flip side is, I guess if somebody didn't pay their rent in a lower income area, the landlord and potentially the bank might lose less because the rent would be higher in a higher income area. But uh, there, there's challenges across the board. And, and so you've got to make sure that you've got people in there that have some capacity to pay and have some capacity to go back to work at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later if they're not working. So again, so where, where does somebody start if they want to work with you? What is the starting point, either commercial or on, on the uh, uh, residential commercial side? Yeah, so I mean, take, take the commercial, for example. Certainly, if somebody uh, wants to engage our services, we will meet with them and uh, do an analysis of their existing lease if we're talking about renegotiating a lease or relocating. If it's buying a building that they're interested in, then we sit down and try and quantify their criteria geographically, price-wise, et cetera. And then we have access to everything that's available in the marketplace. The The internet is a great tool, right? You can go online and figure out what's for sale. That's not really the trick. The trick is cutting the deal once you get there. Number one, making sure that you secure the property. And number two, creating the most leverage that you can. So if you are a good tenant, 
and you pay your rent on time and you have good financials, you should get a better deal than somebody with not so good credit. Uh, and you should take advantage of that, especially in today's market. Uh, on the apartment side of things, if they want to work with us, again, we would be helping them on the buy side. And so since there is limited inventory, we have access to stuff that's not available on the marketplace through our contacts. Because once it hits the market, you have multiple offers and now you're in a bidding war. So, okay, if I'm going to do that, I need to be prepared and pre-qualified for my loan and have my funds set up, et cetera. Uh, otherwise, I won't try and find something that nobody else is bidding on. Makes a lot of sense. If you want to meet Barry Sawitz, give me a call, 800-306-1990. Be happy to put you in touch with him. And as you see, this uh, information is scrolling along the very bottom of our screens right now. And as always, I ask you, set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean who are engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800 800- 306-1990-800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. And remember my motto, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Segal Radio.